Well, we got the voice of the Iowa Heartlanders, David Fine, on for another episode of Heartlanders Weekly, uh, opening day edition. Welcome to the program, David. Hey, Dave. How you doing? Good to catch up, man. Well, you got uh, uh, a couple games at home this weekend, a couple opportunities. Uh, first opportunities to see the team. Uh, what, what are our list, listeners in for if we, they can make it out to the Extreme Arena? Well, I think it's going to be a great weekend. Um, obviously, you know, you'd love, we want the, the Heartlanders to win, um, first and foremost. That always helps with the entertainment, but there's a lot of different giveaways. We have three different giveaways over the two games, Magnet Schedule, uh, Fandango, which are like a noisemaker slash poster um, on Friday. And then Saturday, we have a rally towel giveaway for our affiliation night. So um, the team looks good on the ice. It's a much more experienced, bigger team, uh, larger team than it was last year. Uh, that's necessitated by, obviously, you know, the Heartlanders wanting to improve in all aspects. I don't think the team has sacrificed much speed either. Um, so that's good. Have 10 returners lined up on the roster at the moment. So I, I think overall we're shaping up for what's going to be an exciting weekend. Again, one of the perennial powerhouses in the ECHL and the Idaho Steelheads. Well, uh, who do the Idaho Steelheads have that that uh, might be worth taking a look at? Uh, there's a few guys. Uh, first off, they have a captain that's been there for four or five years at this point. I think this is his fifth year as captain. Uh, his name's A.J. White. Um, AJ has been uh, one of one of the better captains in the um, in the ECHL too. He had coming off a career year, 25 goals last year, uh, most goals he's ever had in the ECHL. And they're also very good defensively in, in net. Jake Kupski is their returning goaltender. Uh, he was really good last year. Idaho last year they missed the playoffs for the first time in team history, but only missed it by a game, game and a half, three points. Um, but the thing with them is they had the best home, they were tied for the most home wins and they were tied for the fewest road wins. So if, if not for them thinking on the road, they would have been in the playoffs probably as one of the best teams. So they have a lot of guys and they're just trying to, you know, recover from last year where they probably should have made the playoffs if they had just found a way to win a game or two more on the road. Well, it's a whole new year. So, uh, well, let's talk about the, the home team here. Uh, what what is uh, Coach Derek Damon going to put on the put on the ice? Yeah, I I think that you know you look at the roster right now. First of all, it's, it's a lot more experienced uh, than it was at this time last year, and I would say that it would be impossible for it to be less experienced because the Heartlanders all last year had the you know fewest professional games played of any team in the ECHL. They had a lot of rookies at one point. Uh, I'm pretty sure the roster was almost entirely rookies. So this year, um, there's some key additions. I'll start with like Matthew Boucher. Um, Matthew Boucher was the ECHL Rookie of the Year two years ago. He played in the ECHL for Utah two years ago, uh, a little bit last year, um, and also saw some time in the in the AHL. So Matthew Boucher is going to win uh, most likely number 91. Uh, for the team that's isolated right now. Sometimes there's some late number switches based on those teams, uh, sizes and stuff, and you want to make sure guys get the right feel. But uh, for right now, it's not number 91, Matthew Boucher. And I'm trying to think of a few other new guys. James Sanchez, uh, he's a returning player to the ECHL as well. Number 61, James Sanchez. Number 24, Mitchell Balmas. And uh, number 12, Kevin Conley. All are 
legit goal scorers and they have, uh, you know, experience playing professional hockey. So um, those are a few guys that kind of keep your eye on, I suppose. Well, what's the what's the mood around uh, Coralville? How excited is 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 the the town, and how excited is the staff? And are they ready to ready to roll out of the the red carpet, welcome these fans into the arena? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, one of the things that's more exciting about this year than last year, Dave, is like at this time last year, you're going to start hearing a bunch of hockey pucks in the background, which is going to make the interview better. Uh, in my opinion, at least, it makes the interview better. Uh, but, you know, one of the things about the Heartlanders this year versus last year is that last year at this time, um, you know, people were still kind of learning who the team is and what they're about and what level. But now we have a group of fans that know all this stuff. So it makes it nicer for us because, you know, you don't have to worry about trying to convince people about the product, and the, the high-end speedy product that's on the ice. You know, people know what that is, and I, I think you'll that'll bear itself out, particularly on Friday, um, which the Heartlanders have put, you know, we put in almost all of our marketing efforts this summer to making sure there's a big crowd on opening night, and uh, you, you should see a, a, a very good crowd on um, Friday night. So uh, are there any promotions or anything this weekend? Yeah, so on Friday, there's three different promotions. Uh, there's the Rally Towel, or beg your pardon, there's the... Uh, Noise Fan Banco uh, poster noisemaker giveaways. So that's thing one. There's a, a magnet schedule giveaway. And then uh, there's also a pregame tailgate at Back Pocket Brewing. And uh, we're encouraging fans to wear black, kind of like black out the arena to create a little bit more of a, you know, a whole nice uh, effect uh, on for the team as well. So that's Friday night. That Saturday night is affiliation night. We're celebrating our affiliation with the Minnesota Wild. And we have a uh, Minnesota Wild, Iowa Wild, partly under joint affiliation, like Rally Towel uh, giveaway. So that's for Saturday. And, you know, Saturday nights always seem to uh, you know, get, get a lot of walk-up tickets. People that are in the area or staying at the hotels or eating dinner at the restaurants kind of are like, oh, what's going on? And then we, we normally see a very good walk-up crowd on Saturday. So we're looking forward to that. Yeah, that does kind of sound uh, like a couple uh, uh, firecracker ways to start the season off. Um, well, uh, uh, anything, uh, any other kind of elements of uh, uh, intrigue that follow this game here? Any particular matchups, or or, or uh, uh, we know who our goalie is yet? Yeah, the, the Heartlanders goaltending situation right now is pretty fluid, uh, which isn't a bad thing. So Iowa has three goaltenders on their roster, and that'll most likely be the case when the opening night roster is announced by uh, by Thursday for the Friday game. Uh, so right now there's Corbin Kaspersky, who people listening will remember, and Hunter Jones are the two returners. And then a guy who's been around the block, and that's not a bad thing, getting ready for his eighth year is C.J. Mott. Uh, C.J. played at Ferris State, and then he's played professionally. Again, for this will be his eighth year. Um, he's a very accomplished goaltender throughout his career. He's had a number of stints in the Minnesota Wild, Iowa Wild organization. He was in the Minnesota Wild training camp. Uh, he's kind of the old hand of the team, right? Like, other than him, you don't really find too many guys on this roster that are, you know, older than the age of 26 or 27. CJ, um, you know, going into his eighth year and playing college hockey for four years, um, he brings a lot of different, you know, team-building elements, and those are the three goalies. So, of course, you can only play one on any given night, but the Heartlanders, at least at the start of this year, as it looks right now, um, 
barring anything unforeseen, will have three goaltenders um, on the roster. They're, they're all they're all on the ice right now practicing. So, um, you know, you hope that nobody gets banged up or anything like that. But sometimes in the goaltending world, Dave, it's better to have more than less. Uh, if you only have one goaltender and you need a you need a good 1A or something like that, so the Heartlanders have their insurance policy as it stands right now. Things change so often in this league, though. Well, yeah, they they probably have a high propensity to, to get hurt. Well, what about players on the yeah. Iowa Wild roster that we might see uh, sometime here for the Iowa Heartlanders? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of other guys. I, I threw out a few names that could be big scorers earlier. Uh, one guy that I didn't mention, or two guys I didn't mention, so his name's Tommy Paratino, number six. He played at Michigan Tech uh, with Alec Brexton. So those will be kind of my two rookies uh, to target early on. Uh, both are tall, they skate well, and they play really good defense as forwards, but they can score. And I think that's one thing, Dave, that is, you know, like, because you can look at the goaltending and the defense from last year and say, oh, you know, Heartlanders need to maybe budge that up just a little bit and play a little bit better. And the coaches know that. They said that, you know, a bunch of times um, that, you know, focus defense and making sure that, you know, we're playing strong defensively. But what gets lost in that is how good the like the, the forwards on this team need to help out with that as well. You know, you can't just rely on one goaltender or your two defensemen. Um, you know, it, it, playing defense is, is a team uh, proposition. So with that being said, Alec Bretzman and Tommy Paratino kind of fit into that as two guys that, you know, they're starting their pro careers, but they're going to be good defensively as forwards and be able to pitch in a few goals as well. And I'll say they wouldn't have played at Michigan Tech if they couldn't play defense as forwards because you don't play for that program much if you can't play good defense. Michigan Tech is always one of the uh, sturdiest defensive and goaltending programs in NCAA. Well, let's talk about where the, the goals are going to come from. I know my man Jake Smith, I think, is back. He likes to score those shorthanded goals. Uh, who do you think we're going to get some goals from? Yeah, there's a few guys I'm looking at. Uh, you know, James Sanchez, Kevin Conley, Mitchell Baumann. Um, Again, we're both, uh, are all really good guys, like kind of point per beam players in this league. Uh, and then Matthew Boucher, he's a point per game player in this league as well. So there's four guys potentially that you have right there um, that can, you know, pop the puck in the net. And then a guy to look out for, a rookie from the defensive side, Nolan Orzek, who's young, but he and he's the youngest guy on this roster, but he loses, like, the coaches, you know, will say he loses potential, which is something you'll hear, whether it's hockey, basketball, baseball, you know, when a guy has a lot of the tools, and he played in the Western Hockey League last year, junior hockey, and played on one of the most talented teams in recent memory, the Winnipeg Ice up in Winnipeg, Manitoba. He's very shifty, and he has, like, the offensive skills. And then the key will be, can he, you know, does that translate to the pro game? And additionally to that, besides it translating to the pro game, can he maintain good defense? Because he's a defenseman, but he could contribute a lot of assists and potentially a few goals. Well, you had an uh, uh, event at the Brick House. How did that go? It was great. We love Brick and Iron. They're wonderful. Uh, we had about 25, 30 people there. Uh, fans, which is always a good show, like of our fans, besides other people that were just there at the restaurant. And we had our entire front office there as well to support. So we get a lot of support from Brick and Iron. Uh, we get a lot of support from our fans. They love going there. They put us on the lower, they think so much of us, they put us by the main entrance this year. So we're on the lower level, which is awesome because you walk in and we're at the show there. So um, it's great. We love it. 
and our fans love it too. Well, that is exciting about moving into the bigger room. Well, what are the opportunities to follow this home game if we can't be there in person? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we got two different broadcast options. Well, really three for Friday. Uh, if you can't be there on Friday, if you have a Mediacom cable ticket package, we're on MC22 for the Friday night game. That's the first of eight games will be of our 36 home games on MC22. So we will be on uh, at 7 o'clock for that game. It'll be the Heartlanders and Idaho Steelheads on MC22. On Flow Hockey, we will be on as well. Uh, flowhockey.tv is the website for that. And then on, uh, we'll be on Mixler.com slash GoHeartlanders for the audio side. So either Mixler.com, M-I-X-L-R.com slash GoHeartlanders or FlowHockey.tv uh, for both Friday and Saturday. And then on Friday, we'll be on MC22. So it's going to be a great night. And you can access that uh, uh, Mixler right through the website, can't you? Yes. Yep. You can access it right from there. And it's so free, free, to, free for next one. Both of these 7 o'clock starts? Yep, 7 o'clock start Friday and Saturday. Well, it's uh, it's opening day fever. Friday, home games Friday and Saturday. Where do we go from there? Friday, uh, well, from there, the Heartlanders have a week off, thankfully, almost a week off. Uh, next week's going to be really busy. Uh, three cities, three games, three days. Um. Friday in Kalamazoo, so this is not this Friday, but Friday after in Kalamazoo, the 28th, Kalamazoo, the 29th in Cincinnati, and then the 30th in Wheeling, West Virginia. Uh, so all those cities are at least four to five hours apart from each other. Uh, so at this time next week, uh, the Heartlanders will be getting ready to go on the bus to go to Kalamazoo about. Play Friday in Kalamazoo, five hours overnight. Play Cincinnati on Saturday, five hours overnight. Play Wheeling on Sunday, and then just a uh, you know a quick eleven and a half hour ride home from Wheeling. So this league is not for the faint of heart, Dave, and the Heartlanders find that out pretty early against a lot of teams. Well, you might as well get get into the grind right away. When is the the, the next home series after this opening day weekend? Yeah, it, it's pretty it's pretty low actually. Uh, on Sunday, November sixth, that game is presented by Strep Construction. A two uh, Sunday game at two p.m. on Sunday, so you can you know. Get home early for dinner and stuff if you want, or you can have lunch at the arena or however you want to play it. That's Sunday at 2 p.m. on November 6th. And then Nickelodeon Day is on Sunday, November 20th. Uh, Fort Wayne on the 6th and Kalamazoo on the 20th, both at 2 p.m. So it's kind of a, uh, you know, it's, it's lighter. Uh, and then once we get to mid-December is when the home schedule really starts to pop. Well, for my family, that, that Sunday afternoon game just works out really good, you know. You got time to have supper or lunch and then drive over to the game and get there in time to and enjoy a nice Sunday afternoon there and then uh, get home in time for supper. It's pretty, it's a, uh, uh, I'm a, I'm a big fan of that start time. Yeah, that's part of the reason we did it too is because we know that, you know, on a Sunday, Sunday scaries are a real thing. People want to have a fun afternoon out, maybe delay the scaries a little bit. You're home by 5 or 6 p.m. You can still, you know, watch your football, catch the end of some games there with football, and we think in the second half when we have those Sunday games and we're not really, you know, battling NFL, it'll it'll be even bigger, but we have some great, you know, family-friendly promotions about getting the kids out and, and having a fun afternoon out. Well, it sounds like uh, this is one of the uh, 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 times in the early season that you can get to see some of these Friday-Saturday night games. Uh, I would recommend you highly get out if you can't. 
start listening or or watching it. Uh, tell me, but, but I got one more question for you, and it's about this uh, M is M twenty two cable that you're on. For tell me about your partnership with MediaCom. Yeah, with the media. Yep. Tell me about your partnership yep. uh, with with them and how we can how those people that can access that can enjoy uh, yeah. uh, some Heartlanders this year. Yeah, no, it's a good question. Thanks for asking. So if you have cable and you have MediaCom, we're on, and it's only, again, on MediaCom. So if you have, if you have another cable service, then um, they, it won't be on here. But if you have a MediaCom package, it's channel 22, channel 722, and channel 822 are the three channels that you can access it. So 22, 722, and 822 are the three channels on MediaCom. And that's just, you know, one of them's HD, one of them's not kind of thing. So... Well, it's going to be. That's, uh, that's, there you go. It's it's going to be on us before we know it, and uh, uh, we look forward to keeping up with you. You're gonna you're gonna check in with us after this week and let us know everything going, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. We're we're excited to uh, to get it going. It's going to be a fun weekend. Hopefully, a lot of people out. And thanks again, Dave. I'm really looking forward to. Uh, you know, it's been a while for me on behind the mic too. So uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, I can hold up my end of the bargain, and the team can get a few wins this weekend. Well, they'll get two games at home this week, and then the wheels on the bus will go round and round, it sounds like. <laughs> yep. Well, thanks yep, for yep. being with us, and uh, good luck opening night. Thank you, Dave. Have a good, uh, have a good rest of your day.